Greetings to all of you wherever you're listening from. I am Commander Bimal Raj, a TEDx speaker, internationally certified trainer and coach, mindset mentor and a teen and parents coach. In this podcast, The Awkward Talks, I bring you topics that are usually considered taboo or are not discussed freely but are some of the most pivotal things that we should be talking about. It is quite common for us to brand someone as a narcissist when we see that the person is too self-absorbed. We even joke about someone being one too, right? In reality, it is important for all of us to know and understand what narcissism means. It's even more important for us to know and identify when one someone is a covert narcissist, especially in your relationships, workplace, etc. Now, the term narcissism originated more than 2000 years ago when Ovid wrote the legend of Narcissus. He tells a story of a beautiful Greek hunter who one day happens to see his own reflection in a pool of water and falls in love with it he becomes so obsessed with its beauty that he is unable to leave his reflected image until he dies after his death the flower narcissus grew where he lay the truth is that narcissism can range from being healthy to pathological the truth is that narcissism can range from being healthy to pathological Healthy narcissism is part of normal human functioning. It can represent healthy self-love and confidence that is based on real achievement. It can also help to overcome setbacks and derive the support needed from other people around them. However, when the individual becomes preoccupied with the self, needing excessive admiration and approval from others while showing disregard for other people's sensitivities, it becomes a problem. Now narcissists often portray an image of grandiosity or overconfidence to the world. Now, but this is only to cover up deep feelings of insecurity and a very fragile self-esteem which gets easily bruised by the slightest criticism. Now, because of these traits, narcissists find themselves in shallow relationships and only to satisfy their constant need for attention. they frequently disregard others or their feelings and they don't even understand the effect that their behavior has on other people now why is this topic important to be discussed narcissism is very common in india among indian men and women but more commonly found in men but a recent study has revealed that there is not much gender difference when it comes to pathological narcissism in india Now please remember that a narcissistic person is different from someone with NPD. The latter requires a professional diagnosis to be termed as suffering from a narcissistic personality disorder or NPD. Narcissist on the other hand is a broad term used nowadays to define someone who behaves in a self-involved manner but they may not have NPD per se. Now we see narcissism in play everywhere. I mean even while driving, you know being overtaken is considered a big ego problem for many drivers in India today. They make it a point to be ahead of every other car on road by overtaking others from left, right or center. Another common thing in India is narcissism at a social level. The unfortunate honor killings are just an expression of chauvinism and narcissism. the narcissism that comes with false righteousness and valuing judgmentalism and supposed honor over and above human life 
But the interesting fact is that honor killings are not just an Indian phenomenon. Statistics say that globally over 5,000 women die every year because of this. Okay, let's talk about our Indian families now. A narcissistic mother may feel entitled or self-important. She will constantly seek admiration from others and believe that she is above everyone else. She will have her own version of good and bad and may lack empathy, exploit her children and put others down. She will be hypersensitive to criticism and insist that everyone gives her special treatment. She will misguide you to believe that she wants you to succeed but only so that she looks good to others. She will give you feedback but you dare not give one to her. If she does something that upsets you, she will not acknowledge her mistake. She would make you seem like she's your support, but most often she will turn it around so that it becomes about her. Let's talk about a narcissistic father. He may not acknowledge the personal requirements of his children and other family members. He will manipulate and control others through gaslighting, projection and scapegoating. He considers the independence of his children as a threat. because he wants his child to live his life and forces them on a path that he decides for them he doesn't even want the child to move away from him and expects the child to take care of him and be at his disposal at all the time when you grow up with narcissistic parents you may develop low self esteem you may feel insecure in future relationships and may feel constantly inadequate and anxious When you grow up being told exactly what to do and how to do, you may end up not being able to take decisions of your own. You will constantly depend on external validation of everything that you do or even think. Now when it comes to relationships, instead of giving researched information, I want to share something that I saw uh, written by a Quora user about living with her narcissistic husband. Now this could be for either gender. the feelings and thoughts are similar i'm not sharing the name to protect her privacy she says it doesn't take long until you have given up your former self to become someone you no longer recognize i can't remember if i used to be fun to be around happy carefree bitchy distant hopeful pessimistic religious or outgoing i can no longer remember the person i used to be now i am just here You really do become an extension of them. Now I'm too busy worrying about my chores being done before he gets home from work, missing a call or a text from him, protecting my children emotionally. Is he upset with me because we haven't had sex in the past few days? Why is he being moody or quiet? How do I find a few minutes for myself without him thinking I'm ignoring him? You're consumed with thoughts like what is he thinking? Why is he mad? Is he mad? Did I so do something? I must have. How do I fix it? Did we have sex yesterday? Did I remember to have I been gone too long? Is he hungry? Should I tell him I'm upset? Should I let him know I'm not happy? But that will make him mad. Why am I afraid of him? Why can't I talk to him? Now why did he lie when he knows I know he's lying? Why do I feel guilty when he's in the wrong? Why did I do that? Why can't I do anything right? Why do I mess everything up? Why did I say no when he wanted me to say yes? And why did I say yes when I wanted to say no? I'm miserable. 
Is he happy? I should do something nice for him. I think I don't just say anything. Keep the peace. I'm so stupid. Why did I do that? I think I should just listen to him. He knows best. Well, to put it in a nutshell, if you are having similar thoughts, you could be married to or in a relationship with a narcissistic partner. Now it is important to note there are two types of narcissist. Overt and covert. The overt narcissist is easily identified because they tend to be loud, arrogant, insensitive to the need of others and always thirsty for compliments. Their behaviors can be easily absorbed by others and they tend to show up as big in a room. They will be obvious in their elevated sense of self and their arrogance when interacting with others. Researcher and author Craig Malkin PhD suggests that the term covert can be misleading. He states that the term covert is often used to suggest that the covert narcissist is sneaky or that their striving for importance is not as significant as an overt narcissist. In fact, he reports that the traits of the overt narcissist and the covert narcissist are exactly the same. So it might be more accurate to suggest that the extroverted or the overt narcissist would be a lot easier to see coming than an introverted or a covert narcissist. The covert narcissist certainly craves importance and thirst for admiration, but it can look very different to those around them. They may give backhanded compliments or purposefully minimize their accomplishments or talents so that other people around them will offer them reassurance of how talented they are. Now shaming is another tactic that covert narcissists may use to secure their sense of an elevated position in relation to others. They may have a gentler approach to explain why something is your fault and they are not to be blamed. They may also resort to creating confusion about how they see you and what you are to them and may even neglect you emotionally. They are passive in their approach and instead of confronting, they will manipulate and sabotage your friendships that they don't approve of. Now, how do you deal with a covert narcissist? Now, narcissistic abuse has the potential to, to destroy the foundation of most people's lives irreparably. It takes time and energy to heal from the betrayal, heartbreak, gaslighting and financial losses caused by an abusive partner. What's more, you may have lost friends and family members along the way due to self-isolation. Now, if you are struggling, it is important to find ways to heal. Now, whether it's a family member, co-worker or your partner, what you need to remember is that you cannot control what a narcissist does, but you can always control how you behave and interact with them. So first, avoid taking it personally. Even though their manipulative behavior may feel very personal and painful, it is important for you to remember that they have nothing to do with you. Their behavior is purely because of something unhealthy within them, not because there is something unhealthy about you. Next, set boundaries. Narcissists do not have healthy boundaries. And since they lack empathy, they have a strong sense of entitlement. They exploit others. So boundaries are something that gets in the way of their goals. So the more you can practice setting boundaries with a narcissist, the more consistently you are conveying to them that their tactics are not working. Boundaries are a way for you to let them know what your values are. So consider what is important to you, what your values are and work to create boundaries to support them. 
next stand up for yourself it is very easy to lose your voice when interacting with a narcissist because of their manipulative nature after a while you may realize that you're not even standing up for yourself so stand up for yourself take stock of your values like i mentioned your goals and your talents strengthening your relationship with yourself is the key to being able to speak up during interaction with a narcissist next create a healthy distance now being in a relationship with a covert narcissist can feel frustrating and overwhelming there are times when it can be difficult to create distance between you and that person especially if it's a family member or a coworker now limit personal interactions request for a transfer to a different department and if not possible then physically cut off contact do whatever is necessary especially if you are constantly being hurt by someone's narcissism the goal of creating distance is not to hurt the other person it is to protect yourself and create space for you to heal finally if someone you know shows signs of covert narcissism and are creating distress or affecting areas of your life encourage them to talk to their healthcare provider or a counselor a doctor or therapist or a counselor can recommend treatments that can help address these symptoms and improve their ability to cope now if you think this episode has been helpful please do give your comments and ratings do share this podcast with others you might help someone who is doubting themselves for no fault of theirs and they may not even be aware of what is happening don't forget to click the follow button so that you don't miss any episode from us i am commander bimal raj and i will see you next week with another awkward talk